0: studios, 93.7 FM and HD1 Lawrence, Boston We're always live on the free Odyssey app
1: Fourth and final hour of the Rich Keep Show with Fitzy here on WEEI. You can join us at 617-779-7937 We've hit on a whole bunch of topics tonight. Celtics another bad third quarter last night. Still able to Get the win. They actually gave up the lead and came back and got the win. All the coaching news going around the NFL. Still the commander's job is open. Patriots offensive coordinator job is open. And we also have talked some Red Sox, and that's where uh, Jim in Uxbridge wants to go. Jim, what do you got tonight? Yeah, I want to talk about the fans
2: boycotting so they'll get some more uh, better players. it's okay. the only way you can do it. Have the, have the stands be half empty, and that, then you hit them in the pocketbook just like they did in England, and then they'll, they'll spend that money. So I get what you're saying, and I think
1: in a perfect world, like, that would work. However, last year, I was at uh, one of the Braves games, brag, and it was, like, a ton of Braves fans. There was the famous Dodgers parade, like, down the street. It was all Dodgers fans. Could the see Mets, those from the outside of the uh, yeah, Fenway Ford Clubhouse right. studio. The Mets had a ton of fan. Like every road team, still looks at Fenway, like, "Hey, it's Fenway Park. Let's go to Fenway Park." Like, oh, they circle the date that the team is playing there, and they go. And then you still have, you know, they'll open it up to like younger kids to go or like college kids to go, just to sort of fill it up. Plus, it's a freaking museum, and as you said, it's like a it's the perfect backdrop for Instagram. Mm-hmm. So. Even if diehards or people that are like listening to us are like, "Hey, I'm gonna," you know, "this is the only way we're gonna get changes if we don't go."
3: They'll still have thirty-seven thousand people there most nights, or whatever the hell the the number is, won't they? They most certainly will, yeah. because, like you said, it's gonna be full of a ton of opposing teams' fans. Mm-hmm. It's a, still a tourist destination. It's a baseball cathedral. Uh, it's a fun thing to do. It's a landmark. They're gonna have plenty of people. Like the foreseeable future. And I'm sure they've already projected all of the financials behind this. They're not gonna like. Oh my god, how did we drop down to only 1.4 million, a million fans this year?
1: Yeah, and like, are and that's all, not happening? Are people? Are they? How many people are giving up their season tickets? You know, people that might have waited a long time to get them, then they have them, or people have just had them for such a long time. Like, as mad as you are, are you giving up on it? Like, it's so much easier said than done to to do that. But I get yeah. the frustration. I get where everybody's uh, is, is coming from. For sure. All right. Wednesdays around 9 o'clock. We like to uh, break out a, a segment called Can I Get a Ruling? And it's funny. We were just talking about Kirby Enthusiasm. It is very inspired by Kirby Enthusiasm and all the different topics that get brought up on that show. And this is where uh, Fitzy, myself, and Stiz will kick around some things that probably happened to us and how should we have dealt with them. So, Fitzy, why don't you go first?
3: Okay. Uh, i got a couple this week. Right. Uh, I've mentioned this before, the whole you know when you bring beer or wine to a party or yeah. over to somebody's house like are you are you supposed to sip from that first before you then get into your host's good stuff whatever now i got to ask you this one okay. at a party recently there were a lot of leftover goodies here at the homestead nice. a couple of guys were coming over to watch football i said guys don't worry about it there's so much leftover food and drink you know help me polish all this stuff off yeah. Okay, sure, fine. So they come over empty-handed, no big deal. One of them even said, like, are you sure? I said, yeah. yeah all right. Two guys come over. And this other guy comes over, has a little food. I think he probably has maybe two or three beers, tops, which I think, personally. Now, I did say, don't worry about it. Come over and help yourself. You did? I did. Now, I want to ask, Uh-oh. when somebody was, is, is someone going to say to you, like, hey, guys, there's a fridge in the garage that has, you know, all the leftover beers, help yourself, what would you think would normally be an acceptable <laughs> amount for an adult male?
1: Uh, Six. No, I mean, is, like you're still driving home, I assume, in some mm-hmm. of these scenarios well, uh, with children. Oh, and you brought your
3: children over. <laughs> you didn't bring? You didn't bring the? You I brought would, the children over. Then did Didn't give them uh, any yeah, food, yeah. and you asked if they oh they wanted juice and chocolate milk no, and like no. they were mad at me that there wasn't pizza. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, I told you there was.
1: No, as immature as I am and as uh, as much as of a like a 13-year-old at heart I really am, especially when the kids are involved, I'm not drinking that much. Like if I'm driving, like good lord, mm-hmm. I'm not drinking that much. So in that scenario over the course of however many hours, like two, yeah. Yeah. okay. How's 5 IPAs in.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> not good.
1: No, okay. not good. And
3: yeah. I specifically pointed out to the, I was like, "Hey, I got all these beers on these shelves. Somebody had gifted me recently for my birthday." a four-pack of this brand-new, delicious IPA that I had tucked way in the back of the fridge. The oh, fifth IPA no. this dad came out with when he was like, Hey, back can of the I fridge have one beer? more? No. I, yeah, he went deep in the fridge and bought out the brand-new beer, and there was only no. one of them in there, specifically put in there. My wife almost fainted when she saw that. Uh, no, so that is that is really bad, because what I'll do is a couple of things. Is One,
1: is if the person that is hosting the party usually... If a you know my friends will be like, hey, do you want a beer? And I'll be like, sure. And they'll go, what do you want? And I go, surprise me. Meaning, is there something you don't like? Something right. you have you know triples of or like whatever? Like I'll take that. Or when it's my turn to go look in the fridge for something, I try to make sure that there's more than one of whatever it is. So like say like you know one of my buddies always has treehouse. I'm Thank always you. like if he has like eight greens in there and like one King Julius. I'm not taking the king. I'm taking the one of the greens and then I'll be like, thank you. And then I'll do that. Also your whole premise about how many beers do you drink when a friend is like, Hey, this is uh, come on over and drink whatever you want. I think it also depends on how close you are with the person. So if it's one of my best friends, I, he wouldn't care if I drank them all. But if it's sort of like an acquaintance or a friend of a friend, or it's like a big group setting, I'm drinking like one or two of their surface. Beers. This is a yeah. this yeah, is yeah, a, yeah.
3: this is a schoolyard dad. Yeah, yeah. Who oh, happens yeah, no. to sometimes hang? Now there's like my my the the guy that I hang around with the most down in this new neighborhood. Yep. He definitely came over. He had a few responsible, good parenting. Yep. The other one is like a dad I know through him. No. Plows through. No. Has been over before. Never brought anything. <laughs> like we are topping. <laughs> All of these mooch- topics have
1: been about this
3: guy. Is what yeah. it like. <laughs> it's like. Mooch. Super Supreme. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. The singles rule, by the way, that's a great one. If you, oh, if you if, audience, if you ever go over someone's house mm-hmm. and they say help yourself and there's only one, you don't take it no matter how much you want it. No, especially if it's like you're talking about this kind of beer, right? There's plenty of people that are just drinking like whatever
1: that you can buy in like 30s, then fine, drink as many of those as you want. But the like the expensive pricey beers... Maybe you were sa- maybe you were saving it for a rainy day, and now this guy comes over, and at this point he's not even tasting it because he's already had five of the double IPAs, so it doesn't even really matter. So that one's pretty good. All right, I got one. And All so right. this just happened to me as well. So uh, this relates to my daughter's dentist. So my daughter's four. She goes to the dentist. She actually loves the dentist, which is great. Doesn't get great. that from me because I-, I hate the dentist, but she loves the dentist. So goes twice a year. We've been fortunate, like nothing really major that she has to have done or anything like that. She's just been going, getting the cleaning. They tell her whatever, and then we get out of there every six months. Mm -hmm. So the last time we went, the dentist or the hygienist was like, hey, she's due for a fluoride. And I was like, all right, cool. That's fine. So then a few months pass. I get a bill in the mail. Now, normally these sort of just routine checkups are completely covered by the insurance. I get a bill for like 40 bucks. And so I open it up, and there's all these, like, prices. Like, the insurance took most of it, and, like, whatever. I'm like, 40 bucks. So I guess the insurance that I'm on only covers one fluoride a year and not two. But then, so I called the dentist, and they're like, well, we recommend two a year. And I was like, well, Oh, of course they do. But you didn't don't, tell me that I'm only covered for do. one. Right. So then I was like, well, wait a minute. So, like, I didn't know. And they're like, well, everybody's insurance is different. I'm like, yeah, but you know what my insurance is. Like, shouldn't you have said? And she's four; her teeth are fine. Like, she doesn't need double fluoride, right? And it's not
3: the end of the world. It's not like it's four hundred dollars, but it's still, it's like I don't want to
1: pay an extra forty yeah, that's, bucks. That's, that's oh GP. no, that's that's you bogus. know what that is. Yeah,
3: that's that's sort of like that's sort of like someone being going someplace and someone's like, uh, "Here, let me get this round for you." I'm Like, oh, thank you. Yeah, all right. That's and eight eight then bucks. they and they run over <laughs> like, a, like, huh? right? And then no, then they run over a second beer because you love that first one. Yeah, and a third, and then you get a bill. And you're like, but I never, but I never ordered one. Right. This happened right. to me at a bar that I love in my hometown. Interesting. Somebody caught me a beer, and then because we were filming or something there, and yeah, then me another know, one. They run me a couple more, and then a bill shows up, and I was like, Ah, what is this? I, nope. You just kept running the beers over to me after you offered to buy me one. Because
1: yeah, I was, that's I was not how like, this works. Cause, Cause, they were like, oh, she's due. It wasn't like, hey, it's extra. Do you still want to do it? It was like she was due. I'm like, well, she's due. I'm not gonna say no. Like, I get, I think, X-rays every, like once a year, and I try to go twice a year, right? So like, they'll tell me when I go. It's a different dentist. She goes like a kid one, but they'll be like, hey, you're due for X-rays. But at that point, it's covered. So they're not trying to like shoehorn in a second right. set of X-rays. This fluoride, I I fluoride. I forty bucks for fluoride? Like, uh, take a hike. I, I,
3: I, I think bucks? you almost kind of got for a tray of fluoride. You almost got off. You almost <laughs> kind of got off chief. I want to know, because since you and I work for the same company, we're yeah. probably on the same dental. Yeah, plan. you might want to call your dentist. I might want to, because I bring my two little whippersnappers in there. Are like, they fluoriding they, it up? No, I get bills. I get bills. They're like, all right, so you pay now and then you'll just get a reimbursement check. I'm dropping a couple hundo for every time these kids oh, just get their yeah. teeth cleaned with the fluoride. No. And then she gets like a sticker. I'm like, that sticker's not worth
1: 40 bucks. I'll tell you right now, we get a lot of stickers and a lot of slime yeah, I, for forty there you bucks. Go uh, here's here's a Super Ball, cool. Three hundred seventy five dollars <laughs> Super Ball. <Bowl. laughs> I don't want it. Yeah. So anyway, that's so I called and they were like they were not all that helpful, and so I I'm still on the hook for that forty uh, bucks.
3: I know we're up against it here, real yeah. quick, but it, uh, this one is more germane this week than sure. it will be next week. Um, so, had like I said, had a little party here at the homestead recently. And I just want to ask in general, whenever you have people over, whether it's like football, maybe it's a birthday party, could be a holiday party, and you live in a reasonably social neighborhood, how far geographically down the street or within striking distance of your house do you have to invite neighbors? Like, what's the cutoff? Is it three houses any uh, direction? Because you know probably. they're going to see the cars and be like, oh, hey, uh, looks like you had a little thing there Saturday night, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, Right. Well, I think it's you kind of open the door up. It's like, all right, how many of those people talk to each other? How many people would really even like hear the noise or see, or like, would the cars impact their lives? I don't think you have to go that far up. Like, if there's a house in between your house and that
3: house, I don't think you need to go there. Yeah, I get, I get afraid sometimes that someone's gonna like if it's if they're close enough to you that they could affect i mean i'm not just talking about a stink eye across the street but like <laughs> being like a really lousy neighbor just because yeah. you didn't invite them over for a 4th uh, of July cookout
1: yeah no
3: i guess that's true i think
1: i don't know cuz also like how many people can you even really have at your house like right? if you're biting like inviting friends and family like you can't invite all your neighbors i think they have to kind of know that yeah. like you wouldn't feel left out if you didn't
3: go to their party no i'd actually be I'd glad i'd be cuz then i have yeah. to go make awkward small talk with people that right. i specifically go out of my way not Correct. To spend time with. Correct. i think you're fine
4: i would just think i would i would ignore it okay you got any for today? Uh, real quick, the yeah. Rumble was over the weekend. Had a few buddies yep. over. Won't mention uh <laughs> specifically who it was, Jason. But <laughs> yeah. the end of the Rumble, the Rumble ends, uh, I'm like, I'm ready to hit the hay kind of. It was right like and close then, to 12, was Had it? a couple lingers, you know what oh, I mean? And, and, yeah. I, and I'm like, uh, oh, how do I broach the situation? Like, oh, I kind of did the arm strength. like, Oh, well, it's getting kind of uh, late.
1: Yeah, that's know? tough.
3: Yeah, how do you get people out?
4: Yeah, kinda, yeah. Without being a you know a dink, uh, don't tell
3: them to help themselves to the beer fridge.
4: Yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously, that's the problem. Like, oh, um, that'll, that'll do it for me. Yeah, you, They're like, okay, good night. You're like, wait, what? You're staying here? Yeah, I'm I got to
4: work th- in the morning. Yeah, I got to work in the morning. Yeah, I was thinking of doing that, but it was a Saturday, mm-hmm. so I couldn't do. I, I mean, I I got errands to run. Yeah, no, I don't. My daughter has a dentist. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a tough one. But because then you hit him with the I just I told the truth, which was Hey, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting tired. You know. But then I get ragged on for five (laughs) minutes. And And what do you do?
3: Ah, yeah, right. You you want to avoid the ball busting and be the uncool guy and the the old man. Okay. And what happens? Like, okay, if I know this was on Peacock, but it was the Rumble, and it used to be a pay per view event. What do you do when you invite people over? Like, do you do you say in in advance? Like, I'm buying the Rumble. So you guys bring the snacks or like, hey, it's like, I don't want to be the guy that's like, hey, it's $5 per person. Like, well, then don't invite me over. Well, like
1: I remember early on, like right after college, we would do a few like UFC pay-per-view events and it was either one or the other or like somebody would host it and be like, you know, none of us had uh, jobs that paid anything. So it was like, Mm -hmm. all right, it's five bucks for everybody and we're good. Like it was like a $50, $60 Mm pay-per-view sort of knowing like, hey, bring whatever drinks you want and then bring five bucks. Then that guy isn't on the hook for the whole pay per view. Yeah, that's fair. That's kind of what we would do. I think now that you're a little bit older, you'd be like, hey, I'll host it. And I think it's kind of implied, like if you're hosting it, everybody else brings at least something.
4: Food and or drink. I'll give my buddies that. They all they all brought brought, like like a food or a drink. Yeah.
1: Then I think at that point you're kind of in the clear, right?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that's it that's Yeah, it you're start, right though, there it...
1: really is no pay per view anymore. I mean I guess no. I guess UFC still does a little bit, right? Even though they have like mm-hmm. certain packages that you can watch stuff oh, on. Oh right? no,
4: it still ends up costing you like two hundred dollars. You need ESPN plus, uh, which right, is a monthly thing. Right, right, right. Then you still gotta buy the UFC, which is a hundred bucks. Jeez. Yeah. Wow, that's...
3: you sound fifty.
4: I know. They I seriously, it, <laughs> Welcome c- to the club, it sneaks kid. up on you quick. Uh, it oh, no. does. Uh, all right, there you
1: go. You can weigh in on the program. 617 779 7937 7. That was Can I Get a Ruling? Coming up next, it's Grab Bag on the Rich Keep Show with Fitzy. Right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending.
0: Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI.
4: All right, let's get you caught up with some headlines one last time before we get out of here. The Celtics beat the Pacers at home 129-124. to Celtics clinched the season series with Indiana 3-2. to Tatum had 30 points, Jalen Brown 25, Derek White put up 24. That was the third time this season that the Celtics starting five each had 17 or more points. Tatum had two big blocks in the final 30 seconds of the game, which helped Boston hold off the Pacers. Celtics' homestand continues tomorrow night when LeBron James and the Lakers come to town tip-off in Causeway Street at 7.30. Patriots, they're hiring the Rams' assistant special teams coach Jeremy Springer as their new special teams coordinator. Springer, originally from Texas, he spent eight years coaching in college with UTEP last two seasons with the Rams. And the Red Sox announced today that they've claimed infielder Romy Gonzalez off waivers from the Chicago White Sox. In order to open a spot on their 40-man roster, Boston designated right-hander Zach Weiss for assignment. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keefe show, including Grab Bag, coming up.
0: Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe show on WEEI.
1: Back here on the Rich Keep Show with Fitzy W E I. If you miss any of the programs, check out the Rich Keep Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast broken down every hour. Very easy to uh, subscribe, download, listen to at your leisure. But we have a ton to get to here coming up, Fitzy, So Let's not waste any more time because. It's time for grab bag. That's right. Every night around this time, we like to uh, hit on all the stories we didn't have time for in the first three-plus hours of the program, and we call it NBA draft going to two nights starting in 2024, the first round on one night, the second round on uh, a second night, sort of following the model
3: of the NFL, I, I guess. What do you think of this? Brilliant move. If there's an appetite for it, and people are lusting for quality reality programming as uh, the second, the third most popular sport in America continues to grow and expand the brand. Great idea. Adam Silver has introduced the in season tournament. You see, the NFL draft has become a top 50 rated program every mm-hmm. year. Mm hmm. As the NFL is just a juggernaut smart. I, I like it. Why not? I like a lot it of the second round turn into good players, too. Yeah, but
1: I guess my only thought is uh, the NFL draft, more people watch college football than college basketball. And I think mm-hmm. n- now day three, got to be a diehard. But night one, I mean, you know, everybody's first-round pick, that's all it is with the first round. Night two, second and third round, there are a lot of stud players to come out of the second and third round. It's also the NFL. There's all these different trades going on. People are into it. The NBA draft, as much as I personally love the NBA draft, the second round, when you combine, you know, international players, G League guys, like the second round can be a little rough. Like there are certain years you go back and you're like, there's a couple of guys that kind of stuck in the league. So to devote an entire night just to the second round, I'm curious to see how it does. Now maybe they'll same. they'll they'll change how they do the first round. They can do like a bigger production for it, and they can really focus on those thirty picks. But the second round is going to be interesting. Like I don't, it's not going to be the same rating success that the NFL draft is. Obviously,
3: no, 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 no. And and don't forget the NFL draft. Like it's live on the NFL Network, ESPN, and ABC on night one. Yeah. On night two, it's like ESPN and NFL Network, and then by Saturday for <laughs> the rounds online. four through seven, it's just <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's only on the uh, the Tubi app.
1: Yeah, which listen, that's the, for bang for your buck. There's nothing better than Tubi. Uh, what's
0: in the grab bag?
1: Damian Lillard is going to be in Portland for the first time as a member of the Bucks. Fitzy is already on the over.
3: Was it twenty five and a half points? Yeah, his over under was 25 and twenty five and a half. half. I wouldn't be surprised if he has that in the first half and also um do you think one of the one of the best bet props that i saw in a couple of different gambling advice sites was the over on brogden tonight malcolm Brogdon is it? 16 and a half interesting yeah what do you what do you think what you think about that like Brogdon looking to sort of show up and show out like hey He's i'm not mercurial. the only shooting guard. would you
1: call would you call brogden mercurial is that i i a good word? he is a curious yeah. gentleman
3: yeah yeah, he is. Mercurial's a fine choice of words. He's a curious dude, to I mean, say the least.
1: Yeah, but I, I guess if I had to go one way or the other, I'd go over on that as yeah, well. Yeah, sure. Crap bag. All right, let's go with uh, Patrick Mahomes on the Pat McAfee show. And uh, if you saw Patrick Mahomes celebrating a little bit, there was uh, Mahomes, uh, you know, shirtless. Mm-hmm. And that's got the people talking.
2: And then both the football people. Oh! Hey, oh, yeah. hey, Justin Tucker was going to beat your ass, dude. <laughs> hey, he was going to beat your ass. You know that. Hey, Pat, he's going to beat your ass. I'll tell you, but Pat, me and me and Patrick were on the sideline in the fourth quarter when Tucker had that chance to cut the lead to one score. If he would have missed that field goal, we were 100% getting a 15 yard flag. But of, course, we <laughs> of course, he made it. Of course. He can't let us have any fun. Yeah. Can't have any fun, man. Yeah, and of course, we we're always yeah, 1,000% yeah. getting flagged for that one. Could you <laughs> imagine you two sprinting
3: on the field? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Your guys'
2: relationship is sweet, too. Yeah. You and Patrick. You uh, guys right an absolutely beautiful thing. So
1: those pictures were circulating around, and then people were comparing it to Brady, obviously. So the two greatest yep. quarterbacks
3: of all time, not exactly chiseled out of stone. Now, so Kelsey's on there talking today with McAfee doing an interview, and they're talking about Kelsey tossing Tucker's equipment out and in pops um, Mahomes, just like ducks his head in, says hi on the webcam, and he gets uh, lured in the interview as well. And then he replies later on social media today to the NFL, why'd you do me like that? Because they showed a photo of him shirtless in the locker room, of course, it went viral today, celebrating the AFC Championship in Baltimore. And quite honestly... He looked about as fit as you and I. Yeah. He's, but he is, a, he is that, one of the world's yeah. elite athletes.
1: Yeah, quarterback is in some ways like starting pitcher. Like you need to be able to do what you do, but it doesn't mean you need to be 1% body fat. You don't need to be the fastest guy in the world. You don't, need you don't to be... have to be Shreddy Vetter. I don't need you to just <laughs> no. be
3: like ripped. Now, like... some
1: of those guys are. Like Jalen Hurts can uh, squat a Buick,
3: but not everybody <laughs> has to do that. Buick, great specific reference because of how heavy they it's were. A
1: big old, it's a big old car. You yeah, squat that. Like car. a Kia? Anybody squat in a Kia? I can, I can do that. Like
3: six fifteen. And like, you, know, you don't have to look like Will Levis. Will Levis huh. has like 0% body fat.
1: Right. No, yeah, you don't have to do that. But uh, it is kind of funny that the two best are kind of built in a certain way.
0: The hills fill my heart with the sound of
1: Grab bag. Gardner Minshew named a Pro Bowler today, and I did a, just a little bit of research, or I should say the Rich Keith Stats and Info, did a little bit of research. Since 2010, mm-hmm. the following have been Pro Bowl quarterbacks, in addition to hit Gardner me. Minshew. All right, hit me. Tyler Huntley, mm-hmm. Mac Jones, yeah. Ryan Tannehill, oh. Mitchell Trubisky, Yeesh. Carson Wentz, right. Tyrod Taylor, Teddy oh. Bridgewater. Uh-huh. Jameis Winston, Oof. Nick Foles, Matt Schaub, come on, Matt Castle,
3: get out. They
1: have all been Pro Bowlers just since 2010. I think Vince Young was a Pro Bowler too, but that's going back way further. But there are some years it's, it's so many guys either turn it down or are playing in the Super Bowl or are hurt that it's like a third of the quarterbacks or more. It's just like whoever, like the last man standing, is that is willing to go play in the in the game. Is a technically a Pro Bowler?
3: Tyler Huntley must be the only quarterback in the history of the Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl games or whatever you're going to call him now, where he actually had more interceptions than touchdowns. Insane. Snoop Huntley is a is a Pro Bowler. There you go. Grab bag. The
1: Baltimore Orioles are about to be sold for 1.725 billion dollars.
3: Boy, that that valuation must have skyrocketed over the past couple seasons because they must not have been worth more than a shiny nickel a couple of years ago. I know,
1: ago. I know, seriously. And it's funny too because remember at one point
3: they had the brand new park that everybody wanted to
1: have. There, that park was I still here. It's insane. a good time. Yeah, I'm still sure it's, it's nice, time. but it's just like the rest of the league sort of used that as a blueprint and kind it of was like gold took off. standard yes. in the mid to yeah. late nineties. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: Um, and but I also believe, Rich, they're going to be sold to one of these. You know, the Guggenheim owns the Dodgers and people are talking. I think we had a caller a few hours ago talking about how these financial consortiums buying these baseball teams is kind of bad for them Mm -hmm. because you don't have that one individual owner who's like, I'm the guy who invested. I grew up a fan. I'm Robert Kraft. I'm this guy. I'm that guy. I want this team to win so bad because they mean so much to me. It's more like what's the profit margin, Reggie, for this season? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I know it.
0: You have been defeated by the grab bag.
1: All right, college basketball update. Number one, UConn taking on Providence uh, in Connecticut late first half. UConn's only up a point, 29-28. The
3: After they won by about 50 this weekend. Uh-huh. I like that. So a mm. little uh, all-New England matchup there. I haven't been to a college basketball game in forever. I uh, mean Me neither. That's I have heard I've heard uh I've heard yeah, BC, I've heard stores is a mm-hmm. great time.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mother-
3: Grab bag.
1: Uh you can weigh in on this one, Fitz. A Panthers coach
3: apparently had a uh, a secret life. That included a few things was the story. Oh, no, this is no. This is uh, what is his first name? Is it Dave Canales? Dave Canales. The
1: new yes. he, you mean the new head coach yes, of the, the new head coach
3: of the Carolina Panthers. Yes, I read this today and it was it was a New York Post story. And the New York Post only publishes the finest of stories. That is definitely true. V- a reputable magazine, yep, no reputable doubt. newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, so new Carolina Panthers head coach, Dave Canales, former Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive coordinator, right. admitted that at one point. He had a crippling uh, binge-drinking addiction and addiction to porn, at which point okay, when well. my friend sent me that link today, I thought, well, I guess we're all Panthers fans. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Canales. So
1: he's, he's just Dave,
2: like the rest yeah. of
1: us. So just a couple of things, binge-drinking porn. Maybe, maybe Football. you mix the two together. The guy's together. priorities
3: Football.
1: were <laughs> Yep. Look at that. You can still be an NFL head coach. our yeah. All hope is not
3: lost for us, Rich. That's true. It's a very I would say player's coach. Would you call All right, If a I were a head, let me ask you right now. Yeah, go ahead. If if okay, if I were a head coach uh-huh. and I had to employ you and Stan, yep. Where where would I employ you on my football team? Um, I'd probably be the GM.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd pick the players, draft the players, trade yeah. the players, sign the players.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah. Where Stan, would I put Stan? I'd it, be
4: like that. You know the the people that run over to the players with like the Gatorade bottle. Oh, that like guy's squirts important. it right in their mouth. That's yeah. what I would do. That's yep. good.
3: S- squirts.
1: Squirts, yeah, Squirty McGee, and those guys always get disrespected too. How many times on the sideline, the guys are like, waving them off, like get out of my face. You are like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I am right here if you need it. Like get out the hell, get away the from. get the hell away from me. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, you'd be the head coach in the scenario, Fitzy. I am just, I am just okay. saying, were I the
3: head coach or the yeah. owner? Where there would it. I employ? All right, I got you. I okay. got you.
1: Grab bag. Uh, Argyle, currently in theaters. Uh, well, actually, it, in theaters this weekend, but I had a buddy, Goo, from the Mac and Goo podcast, who got an advanced screening of Argyle. This is the uh, Henry Cavill movie. Bryce Dallas Howard is in it, mm-hmm. uh, directed by Matthew Vaughn. Oh, uh,
3: Mr. Layer Cake, huh?
1: Yeah, so he said it was. It was It uh, had a couple of really good action scenes. Overall, mm-hmm. he said at, at times it was a bit much. Other reviews I've read is that Sam Rockwell... Dominates. This is a huge. He steals every movie he's, he's in. That's true. This is uh, quite an ensemble, as uh, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, Dua Lipa, Ariana DeBose, John Cena, Samuel L. Jackson, in addition to Bryce Dallas Douth- Howard and Henry Cavill. Yeah, so it's well, called dis- Argon. That's
3: disappointing. I saw the uh, Roddy earlier T's. today on Roddy Tees was like a thirty-five. Uh yeah, not good, not good on Roddy Tees. No, that's no. a that's a bummer
2: for it's one two three strikes
3: you're out at the old grab bag
1: but if you are looking for a good film uh if you still have peacock because of the football games or because of the royal rumble oppenheimer will be on peacock on february 16th
3: so it's just night that the dynasty premieres on apple plus tv oh you are going to be busy that night friends A great first weekend we're all going to be treated to Uh after the Super Bowl. Uh And I cannot stress enough to people how you need to commit to those three hours and do it all in an evening. Don't split it up. Don't split it up. Commit to the bit. Do Mm -hmm. Oppenheimer in a night. It is a true cinematic achievement. Mm -hmm. You're going to need a bigger grab bag. All right, so this story
1: is fantastic, if true. Now, I saw it from at Discussing Film, which Mm -hmm. on Twitter has... Over a million followers, and they seem to be on top of it. They actually, they even cite like a, a UK story, okay. so they, they link to it and everything. But I just took the bullet points from discussing film. It says uh, about Jake Gyllenhaal, the actor. It says mm-hmm. an indie movie. It was called Suddenly. That was the title of the film. Fell apart after Jake Gyllenhaal showed erratic behavior, including stripping to his underwear and diving into the freezing ocean, saying, "quote." When I see the sea, I swim in the sea. Which is an amazing quote. He also demanded constant script rewrites. Mm -hmm. He said that the set builders should sleep in their cars to prevent COVID spread. And he also did his rehearsal in what is described as a Pepe Le Pew-like accent.
3: (laughs) Please tell me footage of this exists someplace.
1: I mean... I think it was like the director or something. Yeah, no, he came I he saw the same thing. It, you saw, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a whole podcast he's on where he breaks down exactly what a nightmare it was, ultimately leading to that's amazing. whoever the financiers were on this indie film to just scrap the entire project because he was can't work with them. Such a nightmare. And now you sort of get like, "Oh, that's why Taylor Swift couldn't handle him." Probably. But
1: the fact i'm going to now start saying when i see the sea i swim in the sea my wife is going to lose her mind every time we drive, i'm gonna, like when i see the sea i swim in the sea we're going to be pulling over i'm going to be running yeah, into the ocean
3: first time you see it just honey yeah. palmer you and, know you know the rule. when i see the sea i swim in the sea
4: <laughs> you got to back it up though he, he i he am going to have to swim the sea like he did yeah he stripped down to his well, undies yeah. well
3: i'll ask both of you have yeah. you guys ever uh, have you guys ever gone for a cold plunge uh no
1: i don't think oh, so it's no
3: spectacular yeah
1: i, I think oh, i would be all right with it I like a cold tub. I've done I've done cold baths or whatever before.
4: I'm sure f- You played football yeah. at a high yeah. highest level? I'm a yeah. toe dipper, so I probably wouldn't you know. No, I you would not like I it then. My no. Toe. no
3: No. I'm gonna throw you into the icy waters yeah, like 36 would. degrees salt water. <laughs> hits like a freight train stiz. <laughs> but anyway, I love that Jake
1: Gyllenhaal story. And Pepe Le Pew, I mean, my God, I thought Pepe Le Pew got uh canceled a while ago, but he's bringing it back, evidently. Rest in I think it was uh, James Holzhauer, the uh, Jeopardy! champion. Was it him? Yes. He tweeted out earlier today, like, what's that Jeopardy! clip or something to that effect. And Mm -hmm. everybody was sending in Jeopardy! clips. Yep. And uh, definitely some good ones. Some really Mm -hmm. good ones. Some awkward interviews and things like that. But nothing better than
3: this one. Her favorite type of music is something I've never heard of, but it doesn't sound like
0: fun. I think it's very fun. It's called Nerdcore Hip-Hop. It's
3: Nerdcore
0: Hip-Hop. hip-hop. Yes. Um, it's uh, people who identify as nerdy, rapping about the things they love, video games, science fiction, having a hard time meeting romantic partners, you know. <laughs> it's really catchy and fun.
3: Losers,
4: in other words.
0: Well... <laughs> <laughs> i put back
4: right to her face. Losers. All time Trebek burn. There was actually Losers. another one I was there's another, there was
1: another one. one I was thinking of too that was making the rounds today. The lady that told the honeymoon joke about the snow and the number of inches of snow, and then it was a whole thing. But that one's fantastic. Cause you're just like point blank right over that the girl's like sinking during that interview too. Like she's like trying to explain what the genre of music and then no,
3: you're a loser. You're
0: straight up a loser.
3: Absolute gold. Name's <laughs> a
1: legend. That's great. What
0: the hell are you? <laughs>
1: Grab bag. little Margaritaville update here, Fitzy?
3: Yeah. So we're going to have our first Margaritaville hotel open in New England. And I know, Rich, you enjoy yourself a margarita. I sure it's do. It's 5 o'clock somewhere uh, at all hours true. for us. Uh-huh. So the Cape Codder Resort, which is off what used to be Exit 6. I don't know what the hell they call it now because they screwed up all those stupid mile markers and exits. <laughs> yep. Um, in Hyannis is rebranding and opening, I believe, in May as a Margaritaville resort. So we now have like a national vacation chain coming to cape cod which Ooh, is supposed to be like a place of you right. know mom and pop hotels family-run establishments uh, um, would you go like would you like would you like i don't i don't margaritaville is thousands of miles away from cape cod it feels like that's an incongruous style to cape cod to have to like yeah do the jimmy odd. buffett thing like i mean you listen to buffett music you try to live that life but you do it in like a you know, yeah, a rustic I, Cape Coddy environment, not in like a factory produced. I probably wouldn't, to
1: be honest. I'm not anti those places, but I think once when you're in the Cape, I think it's a mm-hmm. little bit different.
3: But we'll, I bet I bet they'll be pretty popular. right Yeah, there. if you were out of town, would you go to a Margaritaville if you saw it and you're like, I can't trust any of these establishments, but I know. Yeah, you might. Chip, yeah, you know what you're going to get. here is probably fresh.
1: Yeah, and if you're there for three or four days and you go there once, like that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, there you go. Another uh, successful edition of Grab Bag. Grab bag. We'll wrap up the show with our final thoughts coming up next here on WEI.
0: If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to The Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of The Rich Keefe Show on WEI.
1: Back here on The Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, WEI. If you missed any of the program tonight, you can check out The Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you happen to get your podcast. we'll be back at it tomorrow with Andy Hart for a uh, full tang program. Nice, as we get a little bit closer to the big game coming up, week and a half out now. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, before we get out of here, Fitz, let's grab a phone call. We got Steve in Winthrop.
2: He joins us next. What's going on, Steve? Hello, Steve. Hey, what's going on, guys? I, I hey. really enjoy your program. Thank I you. I just gotta. I just I just want to say. You know, I, I, I understand, like, where you guys are coming from, but there's a lot of people out here like myself that are, like, you know, for, like, the working poor. We don't have the option of, like, figuring out what kind of chicken wings we're going to have. You know what I mean? You know, we're lucky to put food on the table. Okay, what is this in reference to? Well, it was something you guys were talking about, you know, earlier about, like, you know, you know, were you guys going to you know go for chicken wings or you know what kind of so, chicken wings you're going to have,
1: Steve? I'm like I'm sorry that you're struggling, but we can't talk about pizza and wings and beers
2: because of that. Well, we were more and, and also Steve. No, no, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to put it out there. I'm not saying that. Okay, so I I kind well, what of are, figured that what are you, you guys saying? Would have. No, what I'm saying is, you know, you don't. I don't think you guys get it. There's a lot of us out here. That you know, we're lucky if we can put food on the table. Okay, oh, I I, well, I, I agree it. with that sentiment, I understand. Steve. I'm one. Yeah, of them. a thousand
3: Great. percent. There's a there's a lot of us. Hey, and, and We've also all been there before, Steve.
2: Part. You know something? I'm I'm part of the working poor. Okay, you know what I mean? You know, I work I work every day. You know what I mean? You know, I'm I'm okay. making a living. You yeah, know what but I'm Steve, saying? Okay, but you, Steve, you, you also to, don't you
1: know, know where uh, where I come from, where Fitzy come from, where Stiz comes from. Like, you don't know what everybody else is dealing with or what they've come well, up through.
2: You know, actually, coming from a, you, come, actually, you come come from a better situation than I'm coming from than other people are coming from. That's all I'm saying. So what? So you know,
1: what then? I honestly, see I I I can only say this so many times. I am sorry you're going through what you're going through. Or that you have to you know, work for a living, like most people do. But then, so we should That's avoid right. talking about like a Super Bowl party. Like I don't or, really. Or that someone
3: who comes up. over yeah. and
2: drinks all of my beer. Yeah, no. I don't know if that lines up. I didn't say that. I was just putting it out there that you know that you know you know there's a lot of people out here that aren't in your situation. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm rolling so. in I'm it. I'm rolling in it,
1: Steve. You're right. I mean, come on. Cause uh, you're right. The the night host is. We're all millionaires here on the show. Like, come on, dude. Like that is, and, and from what, from talking about wings, I was just bitching about having to pay a forty dollar uh, dentist bill earlier. That's a, that's true. I was just that's bitching true. about forty
4: dollars.
1: God, I don't, Man, I really honestly. I don't uh
3: I'm not quite sure. I don't really get it
1: either. Like I guess we're just not supposed to talk about any of that stuff. We have
3: a lot of fun when we pick our little like we're looking for the little awkward golden threads that exist in conversation, engagement, interaction, socialization, etc. And when I say, you know, somebody comes over and I expect them to, you know, maybe not drink my fridge dry, hey, listen, if I knew that person had no money or hadn't had a drink in months because they couldn't afford one. Well, I'd say come on over and he- help yourself. Yeah, like the working class I man mean, we I all yeah. are. I wasn't.
1: I wasn't ready for the that. Springsteen one life that we're all living.
3: <laughs> one, two, three.
1: I don't know. Like, all right. I guess. I guess that's where we got there.
3: That was like the last thing we weren't talking about. Like, <laughs> I mean. Okay. Honest to God, like I mean, I get. Yeah, I, you know what? I most of the people that are listening, yeah. I imagine most folks that are, you know, just finished their dinner of unicorn carpaccio, yeah, shaved yeah. with gold, you know, bald eagle on a when I get home. Throne, yep. They yep. probably aren't driving home listening to sports radio. Uh, we appreciate everyone we who tunes in we from absolutely. home, from work, from the job site, etc. But,
1: but he. Uh, je- but I'm just guessing. Like he must hate every conversation ever. Like every conversation, like eventually, it like, goes back to something like that. That somebody had to pay for.
3: So I don't know. Uh, Man, you even admitted anyway. earlier that you're like, yeah, I know I'm working for a living, but I'm also a human garbage disposal. Oh, my God.
1: Eat, Everything I that's bet. left over here. Yikes. Thank so what a, what a way to, to end the program here tonight. But again, we will. Uh, thank you, Steve I, from Winthrop. Thank you, Steve. Call anytime.
3: Uh, that'll do it. And maybe it. <laughs> next time, Rich, don't brag about you being able to afford fluoride. for your Good point. Good point. Well, I haven't paid
1: that bill yet, so let's not get ahead of ourselves. Go
3: but to that'll, <laughs> <backslash> Keith.
1: <laughs> that'll do it for uh, for us here on the Rich Keefe Show. Fitzy, uh, I'll talk to you next week. Good, sir.
3: I'm looking forward to it, man, and we are not right. far from the Big Game Brunch on EEI.
1: No, oh, that is true. The Big Game Brunch on the day of the big game, 8 to 11 a.m. It'll be me. It'll be Fitzy. It'll be Hart. It'll be Shime. Uh, Steve's good job as always. Good job, Mitch, who was running the Twitch. Mitch. And uh, we'll be back at it with Andy Hart tomorrow at 6. Everybody have a great rest of your night, and we'll talk to you then.